0: Evco Entertainment presents Maggie Turner in Cake. Tom? Tom? You here? No? (laughs) Must have popped down to the allotment to check on the courgettes. Oh, Jessie, there you are. Did Daddy leave you on your own? Oh, you are such a good girl. Mind you, I know you like the place to yourself every once in a while. I often wonder what you get up to when we're both out. I bet in half a chance you'd have your friends over and throw yourself a canine coffee morning. <laughs> oh, that would be a sight. <laughs> Oh, you need to watch out for Jane's Dalmatian, Samson. He still has his whatnots, and even though you're all sorted, we don't want any fruit in us, do we? No, there's a time and a place for that kind of thing, and I I think we're both past those days, aren't we, love? Eh? Oh, such a sweetheart. And your coat. I must say that salmon oil really does work. You're Positively gleaming and radiant. Another reason to watch out for Samson. I'm having one of my days, Jessie. You know the ones where I'm all at sixes and sevens. I need to offload again. I hope you don't mind, but you're such a good listener. Maybe it's because I'm slightly apprehensive today. What with everything... My mind keeps going back to that letter, you know, the the one from the consultant. I don't want anyone else to know. Not yet. That's why I'm keeping this just between the two of us. But let's not get too down. Today started off so well, the shower water pressure was just right. You know, we've been having a bit of an issue with that, but it seems to have settled. Breakfast was good. Tom didn't burn the toast for the first time this month. And the coffee was percolated to perfection. And the Blackberry conserve was delicious. But then it all started to go downhill... Or the traffic into town being horrendous. Parking a nightmare. People wandering all over the place in the supermarket as if they were zombies. And to top it all, the magnetic strip on my nectar card wasn't reading right. So after the fourth attempt, the cashier had to enter it manually. And there was this look in her eyes that she really wasn't happy about it. seemed to imply it was my fault, saying I shouldn't let it rub against the other credit cards in my purse. I mean, she might have a point, but it was the way she said it, all terse-like. Still, I guess she wasn't having such a good day either, as Tills 1 through 8 were closed, and the remaining 5 seemed to be taking up the slack. So maybe her irritation was aimed at her manager rather than me. But even then, you need to maintain good customer relations, don't you? Especially in this day and age where there are so many consumer options. I mean, I could always order online from someone else. And that'd be £50 less per week for Sainsbury's. Uh, Not that that in itself would make a difference, but imagine if lots of people did that. Well, where would they be then? No bonuses, that's for sure. (laughs) Let's continue to be optimistic. The day is still young, and we made an agreement two weeks ago, didn't we? That we'd embrace each and every day and live life to the full. Let's keep that in mind. Right then. So, your dad—he's is out, is he? At least that's one thing I don't have to worry about at this moment in time. Him keeping active is so important. Not like John Hetty's husband. He's withdrawn completely into himself, watching daytime soaps and listening to 1980s power ballads at night. (laughs) Must drive her crazy. Mind you, she's taken up Pilates, so that's something to keep her mind off things. At least your dad has championed his lengthy midlife crisis. Well, bungee jumping and free-fall parachuting was a bit risky, but, well, now he's settled a little, getting his hands dirty in the soil and becoming one with Mother Earth. Well, maybe we shouldn't go that far. It's more like sprinkling a bit of compost on the vegetable beds. But still, we shouldn't complain. After all, he's doing really well this year, especially with the courgettes. Mind you, saying that last year's crop was pretty good. It was a buck of finding all the jars to pickle them in. But thanks to Joyce, who had a few in her garage, and Sandra's marinating recipe, we managed to successfully sort out what could have become a bit of a drama. If you go to all that trouble growing food, you can't waste any, can you? It just doesn't seem right. (laughs) Listen to me. It's like I'm Felicity Kendall in an episode of The Good Life. But you know me. I can't abide waste. I just wish more people would get on board with that way of thinking. But it seems that message often falls on deaf ears. But we shouldn't be dismissive. No, we all need to continue to fight the good fight and all that. Oh, Jessie, look at you, whacking your tail and always happy. Oh. Now, I need to get my show on the road and bake these fairy cakes, Alyssa's birthday party gift. Oh, you remember Alyssa, don't you? Marjorie's niece, the one with the long blonde hair and the eyebrows that nearly meet. I'd have those plucked even at her young age, but still. Anyway, I've bought her a little something from the Twinkle gift shop, but there's nothing that says happy birthday more sincerely than good old-fashioned home baked goods. We all need to be mindful of the additives in our food these days. I should know, especially now. So being aware of what you put into your body seems to be ever more important. Now, twelve individual cakes for twelve hungry and highly excitable young guests. Though it's just a gesture, mind. We can't let the little rascals consume too much sugar. They'll be bouncing off the walls. Though I'm guessing that Marjorie has gone the whole hog. What with jelly, treats... She even mentioned serving them a strawberry blancmange. Who whom on earth eats that these days. So they probably will indeed be on a sugar rush before the afternoon's out. So we don't need to add considerably to their problems, do we? "'Oh, you know, I have to admit that for a moment "'I did think, you know, whilst I was in the supermarket "'that I'd buy the cakes rather than make them. "'Well, I admit it was a moment of weakness. "'Thank goodness my strength and conviction prevailed.' I saw a packet of four Belgian frangipans, you know, those almond flavoured ones, they were on offer, two packets for pound fifty, which meant I would have had to buy four, so there'd be 16 cakes with only 12 guests, but then maybe and whoever's helping, I could have had one, so it wouldn't be a waste, but... I read the ingredients, and although I don't know what some of them were, it read like some sort of radioactive chemical compound. Aside from what's actually needed to make the things, there was E-440, E-330, and, oh, the list goes on. It's certainly not something Sainsbury should be including in their taste-the-difference range. No, that's for sure. And you know... You really can taste the difference with some of the products they do. Not all mind, but some of them you can. No, home cooking is definitely the path we should all walk along. You know that gift shop, the Twinkle one? Oh, they have some really lovely things in there. It's in a good location as well. But it must be hard for a small, independent outfit to compete with the likes of Amazon. Still, I admire their gumption and tenacity, though I wonder whether they'll survive on selling responsibly sourced wooden toys when they're up against the likes of Xbox Super Duper version 27X or whatever it is this week. Still, you never know unless you have a go. Oh, that almost sounds like a slogan, doesn't it? I must remember that one. You know, Jessie since I started working again, which you know wasn't planned. And you've been such a dear about it, as I've been somewhat remiss on taking those long river walks with you. But I thought I owed it to myself to just, you know, have one last little bit of excitement, especially with the news we've just had. And it's only for a few weeks. I realise I barely turn on the oven these days. It sounds a bit random, but what with the kids gone? And Tom limiting his food to whole grain spicy Mexican rice and tinned ratatouille, which is why I wonder why we bother growing the courgettes in the first place. It just seems a bit of an effort to go to all the trouble to cook for one. Thank goodness Marks and Spencer do a great meal for one range, and it's still three for ten pounds, so you can't go wrong with prices like that. And the quality, well, it's second to none. I guess I could cook for myself and, and and freeze what I don't need. As you know, I did do that for a while because you had some of it. But I became a little tired of the monotony of what I cooked. I do like my food, but I also like variety. Not just reheated leftovers for three days straight. There's nothing like, what, Italian one night, a good bit of English the next, and then maybe a trip to the Far East, India, or China even. Yes, variety is indeed the spice of life. (laughs) Maybe I have become a bit lazy, or maybe it's the fatigue the consultant spoke of. No, surely that's not it. No, I've definitely become more complacent as I've got older. But then, at 73, two kids now grown up with families of their own. Maybe not families in the traditional way my mother would have approved of. But then we need to move with the times. Amanda's girlfriend's daughter is a bit of a handful, but she likes her. It's just a shame that the child's father isn't around more to help. Though I guess he's off with his boyfriend, Pedro, spending more time in Barcelona. <laughs> oh, thank the heavens I'm open-minded. Though Tom needed some convincing. Well, look at me. Married for 50 years <laughs> to the same man, I might add. Though there's been times I could have hit him over the head with a skillet. <laughs> but with time, I guess you develop. Develop? No. Now, what have I developed? Oh, yes. Tolerance. And the ability to compartmentalise. Oh, Jessie. I wonder if I'm having a bit of a belated midlife crisis. Helping Tom through his didn't leave me time to have my own. So maybe it's my turn now. Maybe that's why I took that job, even though just about everyone told me not to. Jenny was supportive, though, which I thought was a little strange, as she always seemed a little cold towards me. Probably when I told her that I thought a membership at the Evergreen Country Club was an overpriced cliché and I'd rather stick needles in my eyes than spend an evening there and paid £25 for a bottle of rosé, which I could pick up at Sainsbury's for seven ninety-nine. Well, I know you're paying for the ambience of the establishment, but the place is so... Well, so 1990s, and after looking online, I noticed that their menu hasn't changed for five years. And they charge for breadsticks. Let's park that thought there. Now, what's the time? 1.40. Need to drop these cakes off at Marjorie's at four as the party starts at five. I want to be gone before the guests arrive. I've become less tolerant of children as the years have gone on. Oh, don't get me wrong, Jessie. I love my kids and my grandchild, but in small doses. Maybe my maternal instinct has all dried up as the years have gone on. Who knows? But alone time with you and reading something good on my Kindle suits me just fine. Right. Focus, Betty. Cakes. Now then if I remember rightly for fairy cakes oh I hope she likes sponge well we'll soon find out won't we we'll need butter, eggs and vanilla extract I've only got the supermarket own brand but I'm sure it'll be absolutely fine now Jessie, you'll be pleased to hear that since starting my new job, I've been reading up on ingredients again. It's rekindled my interest. On cake ingredients, that is. And just so you know, I was reminded that vanilla extract is supposedly a superior flavouring ingredient derived solely from the vanilla pod by soaking it in alcohol and water. How special is that? (laughs) You know, it was extremely fortuitous that I saw that taste-tester advert in the recorder. I'd been thinking about cancelling the local newspaper for a few months, as neither your dad nor I seem to read it these days, what with all the news headlines popping up on the phone every ten minutes. Oh, I tell you, I don't know whether it's a blessing or a hindrance having a smartphone. Still, Amanda was most insistent that I had one. To keep me up to date and current. So, mm, there you go so the poor recorder seemed a bit redundant. Well, that's unless you wanted to know what the local girl guides were up to, or which opening the mayor had invited himself to. But it was that Saturday afternoon when the rain poured down like there was no tomorrow. You remember? You were being a bit grumpy because we didn't take our usual walk in Brownstone Park. I know how much you like walking by the creek. Well, anyway, I'd had enough of the world's news headlines and thought I'd give the recorder a read before your dad whisked it away and used it to line his toolbox. And there it was on page six. Taste tester needed at Marigold Meadow Organic and Gluten-Free Bakery. It said, no academic qualifications needed, just a seasoned palate. At first I thought, what, for me? Surely not. But then after I'd read an article on the announcement of the new one-way road system through the town centre, and the fact that the library was now solely responsible for distributing recycling sacks from the council, I went back to it. Remember, I said, Jessie, maybe this is something I can do. And without a second thought, I pinged them an email. And a couple of days later, Martin, the quality control manager, wrote to me and asked me to pop along for a meet. Well, there were about 20 people there, all obviously much younger than me. They were right when they said the job market was getting ever more competitive, and they only needed four. So I thought, well, the odds really weren't in my favour, with my age, hadn't been in the workplace for nearly 20 years. My Goodness, is it that long since I stopped being a legal secretary? Oh, how time flies. But as I think I mentioned to you at the time, you know, when I came home, I said, there's not a cat in hell's chance they're going to pick me. But how wrong can you be? Because, well, it couldn't have been any more than, what, three days later when Martin called me up and said, Betty, we've chosen you, along with three others, to be our new product taste testers for a probationary period of three months. He asked me, or Martin, that is, if things went well, would I consider staying longer? Even if they did, as we both know, Jessie, time is no longer on my side. So I thought it best to be ambiguous and make all the right noises that I'd be more than interested to continue... We both know that cannot be the case. Oh, oh, getting distracted again. The baking, the sprinkle decorations. We'd better not use nuts, as there's always someone who has an allergy. And we don't want to spoil a party with them having to be rushed off to A&E now, do we? Making these fairy cakes has brought something to mind. After spending the past few weeks taste-testing new bakery products for the Marigold Meadow Bakery, I've come to the conclusion that each cake has a... a personality, if you like. You can look at a cake and it can remind you of someone, or the other way round. I know it might sound a bit daft, but I truly think that's the case. Take, for example... Hmm, let's say, a fruit cake. Nothing spectacular, not a heavy cake, just your bog standard one. Something you might have at a Sunday morning coffee gathering. Of course, you mustn't forget the glassy cherries, raisins, a drop of brandy, candied orange peel and ground almonds. Now, you see, when I think of a cake like that, it reminds me of your dad, Tom. Solid strong, relatively dependable, not adventurous in the slightest, you you get what you see, what's on the tin, so to speak. It's a stable consistency, there are some potentially zingy moments, if it's moist then there are a few crumbs, and it's completely satisfying in taste and texture and is filling. However, If you get the consistency all wrong or muck up the baking time, then it all goes to pot and ends up being a dry, crumbling mess. Which is like when he was having his crisis. But luckily we rescued his mix, made sure the moisture was just right, so he's no longer a pile of crumbs on a side plate. Am I making sense, Jessie, Or having a ramble? Good. I'm glad we're in agreement. I thought you'd understand. But it's not just fruitcake, Jessie, no. There are comparisons right across the board. I mean, let's take for example, what, Victorian sponge. Well, I associate that with the ladies who lunch at the rectory. or the rectum, as Tom puts it. That man has a naughty sense of humour at times, which is why it's best we keep him off the wine when we have company. Yes, Victoria sponge, fluffy, Air-like consistency, a bit crispy around the edges if you don't take it out of the oven in time. A sprinkling of white icing sugar, which reminds me of their permed grey hair. A layer of jam, usually strawberry and the inexpensive brand. And buttercream, which can be a bit sickly if you have too much, which is just like their company. Oh, am I being wicked? No, no, I don't think I am. The five of them, the ladies who lunch, that is. They truly are in a deluded world of their own. Little England, like in the 1950s. Maybe they should time travel back to then. They'd probably be a lot happier and stop trying to force everyone to donate to the church rummage sale. I mean, all that effort, and then they make such a fuss that their sterling hard work has earned a grand total of £72.46p. It'd cost everyone twice that for petrol and parking. I'm glad I came off the church council, Jessie. I used to dread going. My jaw actually hurt when I came home from forced smiling. And goodness for the bakery job, it was the perfect get-out Oh, all the cakes now, they'll need to cool on a rack. But going back to my cake analogy, I just had a funny memory. You remember Richard's birthday? My son Richard, that is, not Plumber Richard. I made a pineapple upside-down cake for him and his friends. Oh, the look on their faces when I brought it out at his party. Big cake it was. It had ten pineapple rings on top, one for each guest, and each with a glacé cherry in the middle. It looked so much fun. I thought they looked like smiley faces. It looked such a happy cake, if there is such a thing. I don't think that any of them had ever seen anything like it. Mind you, it is very retro, you know, 1970s style. It was a big thing back then. You know, you really don't hear much of it these days. Yes upside-down cake is a perfect cake for bringing out the smiles in young people who seem to be getting ever more isolated in this modern world of ours oh and here's another thought although it's not strictly a cake but bread and butter pudding Now when I think of that, Jonathan Middleston comes to mind. You know, the accountant, Brenda's second husband. I once had an absolute disaster with a bread and butter pudding. It was all going incredibly well, but then something must have happened in the baking process, because when I took it out of the oven it looked, well, it looked like some sort of alien entity. A bit like Jonathan's face, all caved in, sunk like my pudding. Sallow, tired, it looked lumpy, reminded me of the bags under his eyes. I mean, I really don't know what went wrong. It was pretty much textbook. But then, there you go. Best laid plans and all that. You know, come to think of it, I haven't made that since. It must have left an indelible mark on me. Scarred me. (laughs) Oh, now what time are we at, Jessie? 2.05. I definitely need to be gone by ten past three. There's a couple of errands I need to run. So these need to bake, and then we need to let them cool before putting on the icing. And those sprinkles, of course. I know you'll remind me. I wonder how long your dad is going to be. This damp weather won't be doing his joints any good. I had a call from Joan, the doctor's receptionist yesterday, telling me that his, well, your dad's, not the doctor, medication review is due. He needs to make an appointment. I did tell him last night, but you know what he's like. I'll take care of it, don't you worry. Usual guff and distraction tactics. His his hands have been shaking a lot more over the past couple of months, and I think it's gone beyond a hand tremor. I wonder if it's Parkinson's. My dad started like that, went downhill very quickly. But that was thirty years ago, and the medication, so they say, is so much better nowadays. I wouldn't have worried too much, but when he told me had a bit of a do when he was out walking the other day, my worry wart meter started to go into the red. Oh, if it's not one thing with that man, it's another. Still, what can we do, (laughs) Jessie? Not much. We just need to keep gently pushing him in the right direction. He's never been one to look after himself. I sometimes feel as though I've had three children to look after, not just the two I gave birth to. (laughs) Then, well, there's this other complication that we need to factor in. Oh, I still don't know what to do. I'll have another think and then make a decision. Oh, don't you worry. These things are sent to try us, and I wouldn't change a thing. Well, maybe. No, no, I wouldn't. Life has been good, and I'm thankful for that. And that at my age I've proved I'm still employable, and doing something I absolutely love. Oh, now, come to think of it, where's my diary? Oh, here it is. Right then, I i just wanted to check what time the bakery needs me tomorrow. Now, where are we? Oh yes, here we are. 11.30. And what are we taste testing? Oh, Jessie, look at this. I'd almost forgotten. It's organic and gluten-free lemon drizzle slices. And cinnamon apple pies. Now, doesn't that sound delicious? "'Apple pies. Now that reminds me of my mother, those unmince pies. "'Of course, she made them with far too much pastry. "'It was almost as if you were chewing through chalk to get to the filling, "'but she made them with such gusto. "'Oh, yes, she was proud of her baking. "'None of us ever mentioned that the pastry was, well, you know, "'a little on the too-much side. "'She would have been terribly offended and taken it personally. "'She probably wouldn't have baked again.' as she'd be mortified that no one had told her earlier. Now, in many ways, she was like her pastry, hard as nails, my father used to say, but I don't think she was. She was just a survivor, had a very kind and loving heart. As for lemon drizzle cake, well, that reminds me of my cousin, Maureen. Firm sponge base, just like her steadfast nature, and a summery zing coating, which was just like her bright, fresh smile and infectious laugh. Oh, she was such fun. It's a shame she's no longer with us. Or in her mind, I mean. Alzheimer's. Such an unfortunate way to end your time in this world. Still... I've realised that we all do indeed follow the cycle in some shape or form. Now, what was it I read? Creation, innocence, learning, optimism, hope, realisation, survival, acceptance and finally death. something like that. You know, I do wonder how the Marigold Meadow Bakery manages to compete with the likes of Mrs Smithers. You know, big corporate baker that has a stylized picture of a jolly Afro-Caribbean woman with a rolling pin in her hand. Looks a bit dated to me, like something out of the 1960s. You know, it does seem that some of the branding is returning to yesteryear for inspiration, and I'm not sure whether that's a good thing or not. I did take a peek at the list of ingredients on the Mrs Smithers boxes. And it's like those Belgian frangipans I mentioned, full of e this and e that. It'd probably be more healthy to eat the packaging than the cakes. Though it does say made from free-range eggs on the side. I'm not quite sure what they consider to be free-range these days. Probably about 70 poor hens crammed in a pen as big as the small bedroom upstairs. That's no life, is it? That's why I stopped eating meat. Your dad, of course, was just being fussy. But for me, it just didn't, didn't you know? It didn't feel right. I was a bit concerned the other week, though, when we tested the lemon meringue pie. I don't know what was happening with the organic meringue, but it just wasn't working. I mean, it's supposed to be light and crispy, melting in your mouth. But this, well, this was as chewy as, as an old sock. Not that I go around eating old socks, but that's what came to mind when I bit into it. Well, we all said, all four of the testers, in total agreement, that this one had to go back to the drawing board. I mean, the carrot cake, country slices, festive bakewells and the shortbread fancies were a hit, and all the major supermarkets bought them, so you couldn't follow that with something like this there would have been serious repercussions. Thinking about it, since I started at that company, that's been the only major disaster. It's been a truly enlightening experience, what with the research and the homework and meeting new people. And of course, there being someone to listen to and appreciate my opinions. That's not something which has happened to me for quite a while now. I don't know what it is. Maybe as just as we get older, your circle of friends and acquaintances seems to get ever smaller. I know that we're approaching our twilight years, and there's of course going to be some of us that pass away before the others, but it seems that, well, at least in my experience, that our world appears to be ever-shrinking. But let's not get maudlin' about all that. I'm sure your dad, when he actually listens to the doctor, he's not going to pay hide nor hair about what I think. We'll sort out some sort of medication that will help take care of any issues he might have, even though he may need to take care of things himself. Though I wish there was something they could provide for his snoring. I mean, he always snored a little when he slept, At times, I thought he sounded like a little piglet rather than a fully grown hog, but these days there's a real grunt going on. I, of course, will just tap him on the shoulder and tell him to roll on his side, which he dutifully does, and then he stops, but it's a real distraction when I'm reading, and he's making the sort of noises sows might make when they're snuffling for England at least he's clean and always puts the toilet seat back down when he's finished he's always been considerate like that yes he's a good lad love him to bits I know you love him too right then let's see if these cakes have cooled down enough to put on the icing yep there we go Oh, let's not forget that one And there we are, last two. Voila, that's all 12 of them. And now for the sprinkles. Bit of a shake here, some there. Ooh, they look great, even if I do say so myself. I'm sure the kids are going to like them. I hope so. But even if they don't, it's the thought that counts. All right then, I need to find a tin. Where did it go? Oh, here we are. Let's pop these all in. Oh look, they do look so pretty, Jessie. I know you'd like one, but the vet scolded me the last time we went. She said you needed to shed a couple of pounds for your well-being, so I'm going to make sure that you don't stray from your diet. Though I tell you what, how about I give you a carrot stick when I get back? Hmm? How does that sound? I can see you're not too impressed with that, but it's for your own good. Now, where did I put that gift? Oh, nowhere. Oh, here it is. Look, Jessie, they even wrapped it up for me. It's lovely. But here's the thing. Do you think Alyssa is going to just smile politely when she opens it? Clearly not at all impressed by what i bought her and think, oh, what has that daft old lady given me? What's with the wooden toy? Where's the money? Or at least something from this decade that's useful. Oh, but why am I worried, eh? As I said earlier, it's the thought that counts. And if she doesn't like it, that she can have her mum give it to the ladies who lunch and they can add it to their church rummage sale next time they have one. There, that's my response to that. Oh, oh, my nose is running. <laughs> Let me get a glass of water, have a little sit down. <sighs> oh, I've been rushing around all morning and my back is starting to ache. It sp- seems to have been doing that more often these days. Oh, this letter. The one, the consultant, Mr Wilkes, sent me. I look at it every day. And for some reason, I'm not quite sure why. I think if I keep on staring at it, the words will somehow change. Silly, isn't it? (laughs) Dear Mrs Johnson, further to your GP's referral and the results of our tests, it's imperative that you make an appointment to see me any time this week or next. He tried to break the news to me gently, but then, as I said to him, just spit it out, let's not pussyfoot around with pleasantries. That'll get us nowhere. You called me in here, even made a special appointment for me. So the news can't be that good, can it now? Jessie, I remember telling you. Oh, his face. It looked more filled with dread and worry than I felt mine did. I guess when you know something's wrong, then your defences kick in? His questions. Has your urine become noticeably darker? Is it orange or dark yellow? Yes. Have you suffered any unexplained weight loss? Yes. Are you experiencing any pain in the upper abdomen that radiates to your back? Yes. I noticed that you have a jaundiced appearance. Okay. Okay. Oh, your stools are lighter colour? Well, I suppose then we need to get you emergency MRI and CT scans. I want you to go to the hospital today and I'll take care of all the arrangements. And within a couple of days, it was that fast. Now, don't let anyone tell you that the NHS isn't brilliant. The results were in. Stage 4 pancreatic cancer. I must admit, it did take my breath away, sort of winded me. I mean, I don't even smoke, never have done. And how serious is this, I asked? It's at an advanced stage. I see, and what are my options? We can't operate, so the best we can do is manage the symptoms and the pain. Oh, oh, I see. And what does that entail? It's recommended that a combination of chemotherapy and radiation therapy called chemoradiation be used for stage 4 pancreatic cancer. I see. And if we don't do anything? Well, stage 4 pancreatic cancer is incurable, while the median survival rate is around 3 to 6 months after diagnosis. Some people live longer than this. Many individual factors, including age and general health, play a role in a person's outlook. So, the outlook is pretty grim, then. Yes. Right, well, I need a little time to digest all this. But Mrs... uh, Mr Wilkes, I've always been a pragmatic person. Let's not sugarcoat anything. I've just started work as a taste tester at the Marigold Meadow Organic and Gluten-Free Bakery, which is tremendous fun. I've pulled my husband out of a prolonged midlife crisis. My kids are finally settled in their own way. And I need to go home and walk my dog who means the world to me. Give me a little time and I'll arrange to come and see you again. Hmm. I think that's best. No, no, no buts. Thank you for telling me. I'll have a look online if I have any further questions. I'll just Google pancreatic cancer. I'm sure there's a wealth of information on there. And, well, and then we'll see how it plays out. And that's how I left it. It's been two weeks now, but I'm still not ready to go and meet him again. <sighs> I didn't want to mention this, Jessie, but I've even looked at the Dignitas website. You know, the place in Switzerland where you can end your life? To die with dignity? Mind you, they do charge £5,180, so that's a chunk out of the joint savings. But I'm sure Tom would understand. You know, I remember him once telling me, Betty, I can stand pain as long as it's somebody else's. And he's right. Rather than draw this out and it become a, a bit messy and undignified, I think that's a truly viable option but I think we still have a little time on our hands and I've asked the doctor for some strong painkillers so as long as they keep working and my taste buds remain active for work and we can go on our walks, then I'm all good. As I was telling you all this, I realised I hadn't picked out a cake for myself. Now, a cake that reminds me of me is Battenberg. You know, the sponge cake with those pieces covered in jam, covered in marzipan, and when it's cut in cross section, displays a distinctive two by two check pattern, alternately coloured pink and yellow. I'm not a big fan of marzipan, but the order and formality of the cake is absolutely my personality, down to a T. All compartmentalised, I think, anyway. Oh, don't worry, Jessie. Although I accept the end game for my situation is pretty much written in stone, we still have time to embrace and enjoy the moments we're given. Now let's always remember that. And when I'm no longer around, be sure to look after your dad. He'll be upset for a while and out of sorts, but I know with your help he'll pull through. Just make sure he doesn't take up his old daredevil antics again. <laughs> I'm relying on you. Oh, right. I'm heading out. As I said, I need to take care of a couple of things. Now, firstly, I want to stop off at the library on the way to Marjorie's to pick up some recycling bags. I did ask Tom to get them, but he's probably forgotten. And as it's on the way, it seems more sensible for me to get them rather than wait for an age for him to take care of it. And then I'm going to drop in and see Hetty. She runs the second hand bookshop on Armitage Lane. As I'm rekindling my baking skills, I remembered the immortal Fanny Craddock last Sunday night. Well, I looked her up online to see if there were any of her old recipe books available. And as luck would have it, there were a few. Oh, I think Fanny was way before your time, Jessie, so you wouldn't know who I'm talking about. Phyllis, Nan, Sorton, Primrose, Peachy, I think, but everyone knew her as Fanny Craddock. She was a somewhat eccentric English food critic, cook, writer. She was on television a lot, published her recipes. Now, Major Johnny Craddock, her slightly bumbling, henpecked husband, was nearly always with her. Oh, they were a team. (laughs) She was such a character. Well, I called Hetty on the off chance to see if she had any of her recipe books. Bit of a long shot, but as luck would have it, someone had brought in a stack of them after a house clearance a few weeks back and she said she put them aside for me. Oh, how kind is that? I'll pop this letter back into my bag as I don't want anyone to read it. As I've said, the right time will come for me to tell people. You be a good girl and look after the house whilst I'm gone. Don't growl at Lucinda, the neighbour's cat, even if she climbs over the fence and sits outside the patio doors and smirks the way she does. You know she's only doing it to chastise you and you fall for it every time. I'll be back by six. (sighs) And then I think I'm going to quietly go through some paperwork while your dad watches the Asia-Pacific Rally Championship. (laughs) I did make a start the other day, but I was interrupted. Being the organised one, I I need to get my house in order, as Tom wouldn't even know where to begin. Tell you what, I do have a bit of a feeling that your dad is going to struggle with this this situation a little. Mind you, it's not going to be easy for me telling him. No, it's not. After talking it through with you today, maybe I'll suggest we all go for a walk tomorrow by the river. There's that lovely coffee shop down by the Weir. We can sit there, the three of us, and over a drink, I can tell him. I think there could be some tears, but as we're outdoors with people around, it might help prevent us both getting too emotional. Maybe I'll... He even suggests us having a piece of walnut cake. I know he loves that. I do like that spot, which is why I'm suggesting it. So when I'm not here and he gets a bit lonely, maybe you can both go there and remember me a little. Just a little. And think about the wonderful times we spent together. Because despite the ups and downs, I truly have... Had a wonderful time. It's been absolutely marvelous. Now then, let's dry our eyes. I'm going to venture out and navigate this new one-way system before the bloody council changes its mind again. Be good, Jessie. Thanks for listening. I'll see you later, love. Written, directed and produced by Simon James Collier Music and soundscape design, Zachary Elliott Hatton Co-producer, Adam Deschanel Graphic design, Clockwork Digital Studios Engineer, Callum Myrams Recorded at Umbrella Sound